post-apocalyptic. Nah. <laughs> post-apocalyptic wasteland. Is that like whenever all the pasta is gone? Yeah, it's post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yes. Hey everyone, now we're going to pick up where we left off last week with part two of the long news week. Um, this is... Uh, the story of a girl. This is the story of a girl. She could have river and drowned the, drowned whole, the world. whole world. Um, so CBS is airing the Gamers Choice Awards next month, yeah. December, when this drops. I'm not uh, familiar with the Gamers Choice Awards, you but know, you just grumbled. Well, because there's already a Game Awards. Oh, there is? Yeah, there has been for like uh, like five or six years now. What do they call it? The Game Awards. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. These are the Gamers Choice Awards. So like this is like the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, it's the, not you vote like, you vote on the Game Awards as well, too. It's not the Grammys. It's not of games. No. It's this is not like a room full of old white men making yeah. decisions. This is the people. This sure. The, I'm gonna say is, that since CBS is doing it, it is exactly a room full of old <laughs> white men making decisions. Um The other one is hosted by uh I think it's Jeff Knightley. He did a bunch of stuff with G four before um, he's been on a bunch of other broadcasts, but usually they bring quite a few for the game awards. They'll bring quite a few trailers. Um, all of the developers are there that are like, have been like announced or anything like that. Usually like they'll have special guest appearances from different developers and stuff too. That'll have like special announcements. They'll talk about stuff. Um, they even got to a point where there's like a, everything's like people's choice on this end for the game awards too. But they have like certain categories that are like best Twitch per- streaming personality. That's what I noticed on here. That's yeah. what I was. They I thought like, it was uh, real weird. Best esports personality. Like ninja. And, yeah, ninjas on there quite a bit. Shroud. Like this might be literally the exact same show, but just on CBS. Just done differently. Yeah. Um, some things that I thought were worth us uh, mentioning were fan favorite game or just favorite game in general. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some some games on there, and what's your favorite game of the year? Is it Fortnite? No. Is it God of War? Maybe. Is it Spider Man? It's pretty good. Is it Overwatch? Nah. Dragon Ball Fighters. Why is Overwatch on there? It came out like two, three years ago. I don't know. I didn't write I, it. I think it came out two years, almost almost three years ago now. At this point. but they update it. Yeah, they update it, but it's not a new game. And they just it's an update. <laughs> it's the uh, it's. Overwatch update. So they can say like two. Now they can say like, oh, Destiny Two Forsaken. Destiny Two came out last year. It's not a new game. Fortnite will be on this for every year for the next like twelve I hope. years. But here's another thing that happened though too. Joystick did their Season game 10. awards. Joystick, uh, the the gaming website. Um, yeah. They used to. I don't think they had a magazine. I think it's always been a, a gaming website. But they did their choice awards and they already have uh, winners out for it and Fortnite has won their game of the year Ugh. yeah it's fucking atrocious that a game like that is going to beat something that's as beautiful like and War. great and amazing as Spider-Man. God of War yes uh, you also have like uh, Monster Hunter World great game uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, I played it Call of Duty Black oh, Ops wait. 4 Odyssey's the new one yeah. I played Origins mm. that was last year oh that's see, they put they put they didn't put Origins or Odyssey or Origins on here, and that has DLC that came out this year. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. League of Legends. That's a old game too. Celeste. Is, I've never played that, but it looks really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it was games, up there though. Anticipated games is was sometimes you don't hear all the of these in there. Anticipated like, games. Last of Us Two's been on. Like I've heard that's been on my radar, even not as a mm-hmm. casual gamer. 
Kingdom Hearts 3, obviously. Duh. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077's been mm-hmm. on my radar. Which we will never know when it comes out. I'm going to say that's going to be next-gen. It's going to be, yeah, next-gen. Yep. Uh, Death Stranding's been something that's come up. Is that, you think that's actually going to come out? I think that the, if I'm going to be a betting man, which I'm I'm still making my bank that 2020 is going to be the year for the new consoles. Yeah. I'm going to say that some of these games that you're mentioning will come out for in, in, within that release window that you'll have a version of it that will be on like the, the four PS4 and, the and a version that's on the PS5. Yeah. So you'll have these cross-platform games. That that's, that's just a similar thing that they always do for like launch yeah. for a lot of th- titles. Got Elder Scrolls 6. That's not going to be out for like five years, dude. Seek. Uh, <laughs> C- Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. Sekiro, that's the people that made uh, Dark Souls. That's their new project. So they got like Feudal they, Japan. Type they made thing. Dark Thro- Dark Souls like a trilogy, and then they're done with it. I think that uh, at least I'm pretty sure they're going to shelf it. Like that's the that's the name of the company is From Software. Um, I'm pretty sure that they're putting a pin in the Dark Souls. I think cool. that it was like a trilogy, and they're done now. Um, you get like Rage Two. I don't know what that is. That's supposed to come out next year. That's like uh, a sequel to yep, Rage sequel One. To Rage. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, Days Gone. Mm-hmm. Anthem. Days Gone. <laughs> Days here. Uh, Anthem, Anthem is a uh, EA and Bioware, the people that made the Mass Effect games and Next to the Old Republic and stuff. Uh, this is their new game. It looks very similar to like the way that uh, Destiny is set up in a way. Cool. They're kind of like their their version of Destiny in a way. They probably have even more deep, rich story because knowing them with Mass Effect and Kotor and how they that shit came out, they, you get pretty into deep into story. So, and then they got Tom Clancy's The Division Two mm-hmm. sequel to The Division One. Correct. Um, the you other know, you know your games. <laughs> I do categories that I I just I I haven't ever watched these or heard mm-hmm. these. I voted like, for. Uh, not this one, but the the game awards. I yeah, voted the this one, year. The, the true one. Yeah, I'm trying to do my best to make sure Fortnite doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> They've got like gaming moment of the year. Ah, uh, like, the, the moment whenever fucking Ninja played Fortnite. With, yeah, uh, when Ninja played with Drake. Yeah, that's what. Is about. it on there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He played with Drake, and then he played with uh, fucking what's the dude with the tattoos on his face? Post Malone. Oh, he played with him too. Gosh. Uh, fan favorite retro character. Oh, who's that? You get like Mario, Link, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Bomberman, <laughs> Bonk, Mega Man. Bonk! I was Bonk gonna win with those no. other ones. Mega Man, Sonic, and... Ah, me gaming. What's it, uh, is it Seamus Aron? What's Metroid? Samus. Samus. Or Samus. Samus. If you're a pretentious jerk. You can have favorite celebrity gamer. Samus Aaron, Which is, uh... Celebrity gamer? Yeah, like Marshmallow. Or Post Malone, uh, or Snoop Dogg, or Drake, or Loopy Fiasco. Drake, Drake's a Justin celebrity gamer. The only reason people know Drake's a celebrity gamer is because he was in that one Fortnite thing like we just talked about. And he said, you used to come in on that cell phone. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with games. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Unless it's games that you're playing with my heart. That's that's the musician category. Then you also have the oh. favorite celebrity gamer athletes. Or favorite celebrity gamer actor. This is going to be, since it's on CBS, it's going to pick up more traction probably than the other. And this is going to be way more cringy. Yeah. It's going to be like fucking Nickelodeon's Teen Choice Awards, but for gaming. And people are going to be like, why are they new? And You want to hear the favorite uh, celebrity gamer actors? Um, you watch movies. I do. Vin Diesel. Great. Mila Kunis. Cool. She's pretty. Terry Crews. Uh, of course. Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. Zac Efron. Yep. And Henry Cavill. I don't, I feel like honestly, t- Terry Crews should win, 
because I actually watched it. He uh, actually a gamer. Well, because whenever he he's like, I wanted to start trying to be a gamer. I wa- I saw some stuff on his Instagram story about this, like throughout the course of this year, at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year, he was like, I've never really done anything with games, but I'm going to take it on me and my son are going to build a gaming PC together to do like a father son thing with it. And then we're going to build another one so that we each have one and we can play games together and stuff. I just like watched, like watching him get the parts in, like, we're going to put it together. You guys watch and stuff. <laughs> and then putting it together and playing like Fortnite and Overwatch and shit like that together. And I was just like, that's really cool. And yeah. I think that he should win out of any of them because it's like more involved. Yeah, it's more involved and it yeah. has more meaning to me than just like fucking uh, Vin Diesel. I'm going to play a video game for you. <laughs> If anything, He's almost J- if anything, fucking Jason Mewes should be on there because he play he streams Fortnite every fucking day. Does he really? Yeah, on Facebook. Oh my god! I gotta follow his Facebook page. I get a notification every evening. He's on there playing Fortnite, streaming, <laughs> talking to all the people in chat. It's great. And that's yeah, how like involved he is. He's just like he'll talk to somebody that's on there and they'll want to play with him on like on PC. I'm like, yeah. all right, man, I'll invite you <laughs> and just like invite him to like have people play with him on their live. That's funny. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you get like favorite video game character current like. Kratos or Connor from Detroit or Peter Parker or Laura Croft or Leo Caruso from A Way Out or Alexio and Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm. Get favorite fan favorite multiplayer game. I bet you can guess what's on the top of that list. Fan favorite multiplayer game? Yeah. Uh, Broforce. No, Broforce isn't even on there. I know it's old. It's old though. It's good though. It is good, but I'm just saying it's old. Is it Fortnite? Yeah, it's a Fortnite. <laughs> um, I'm really good at this. <laughs> Gamers Choice Awards Fortnite. 2018 CBS December. <laughs> come not, come watch Fortnite win. Do it or don't. It doesn't really matter. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Elseworlds. Like the the crossover event? Yes. On Arrowverse and then all of the other CW news that I'm sure is also out there. Lay it on me. Uh, Elseworlds, in the trailer, we introduce the fact that Superman Black exists. Oh, really? I yes, haven't seen this the yet. the new trailer uh, showed at the very end of it. It was just like, we would like to grant you godhood to the guy that made uh, made the... I don't know what his character is. It's uh, Jeremy Davies' character that's on there. So I've not been ca- not keeping up to watch. Um, he's like the scientist that made Flash and Arrow switch bodies in this... Uh, Elseworld thing. Did you know that happened? I, I mean, I knew generally just based on the, the synopsis of what was going on. Jeremy Davies? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like a scientist in the show or something. He's the one that made them... Oh, uh, he looks like a skinny Corey Feldman. A little bit, but he's a way better actor. He's I love him as an actor. He's, he was on Lost. Yeah, that's probably why I love him as an actor. And Justified. He was in Justified, yes. Um, um, yeah, he's not a normal character. So I think he's just, yeah, he might for just this. be for this, but he's made, yeah, he made them switch bodies. Um, parts of the universes have all just been switched up, including the Superman that they have shown, I guess, in Supergirl at some point in time. And so now there's an alternate universe Superman that's there in like completely jet black suit and he's just pure evil. Nice. Um, and he like shows him like doing the Superman landing, getting up and just like broodingly looking at the camera. I was just like, this looks fucking rad now. I'm like excited to see what's gonna pan out with this. I think they're um, gonna they're gonna have enough fun with it to where like they they and they've done this on at least like Voodoo and stuff. They'll release like a that got playlist. Song? Voodoo. From 2001. No, uh, <laughs> the app, the Walmart app, uh, yeah. and it might be on Google Play and stuff too. Is that they'll release like 
the crossover event as like a almost a mini movie. They'll give mm-hmm. you like all four episodes yeah. in like a playlist fashion. This is supposed to be like three. It's three episode of them, yeah. arc or something like that. Yeah. Um. So this it seems like they're gonna have that's four happening. Of um. In mixed in with this and the new super or the the Batwoman. Yeah. Stuff that or Batgirl, whatever it is, that's uh, woman. Yeah. That's coming down the pipe. They're teasing a uh, introduction for Joker. In the CW um, universe, wow. so I knew they it. were going to Arkham. Uh-huh. They're going to have. Uh, they teased it, I guess, in one of the things. So Joker should be a thing that's happening. They had a, a then, um, Harley. Was it? Yeah, it was Harley in uh, Arrow, like first season. Mm-hmm. She wasn't actually in it, but like there was a room with like uh-huh. her name on and it. You and heard she, like, her. <laughs> yeah, you heard her. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. You actually like heard her say something in, in the background where you going yeah it was that that hardly voice too. absolutely yeah um and then the last thing i had seen was that they got john crier is going to be lex luther in supergirl who's john crier uh he was on he two, two and a half men not charlie sheen the other guy the dad the other day yeah the dad that's huh. john crier but uh apparently like they have him playing like super dark and shit too nice. i've seen a little thing of him in it and i was just like I was just like, I wouldn't believe that he could be like an evil guy. Yeah. yeah, but he like, it's real squirrely still kind of, but he's just like straight up like fucking, like, I'm going to get you yeah. kind of a thing or whatever. Wow. Like real like evil on it and shit. So uh, the more that I'm seeing of this, the more it makes me want to be like, I didn't really just need to get caught up on this shit because it se- keeps seeming like they just keep adding in more and more yeah. interesting, good stuff They're that I've not... I'm, I'm like I don't know how many seasons I'm behind on <laughs> on Arrow even I've watched half of the first season of Flash and that's all I've ever seen of it period yeah. I want to watch more of it and yeah. I think I'm like two seasons behind on Arrow and I've never seen it because of not being two seasons behind I've never seen any of the crossover events between him and yeah, Flash of course. or any of yeah. that stuff so but I'm excited for it because there's so much that's going on I've heard nothing but good thing about Supergirl what did I say earlier on in the show I said something about like just play with it and quit overthinking it or just have fun with it and it'll be good it was something about sounds like they're just having fun with it it's gonna end up being pretty good just uh like not really playing with rules they're just gonna we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want because that's what we want to do yes and it's elseworld so there's no real rules to like there's no nothing that really rolled rules (laughs) uh there's nothing that really affects the next week's episode because it's Elseworlds and it's all going to go back to normal going forward potentially. Next time. Yes. I like it. Cool. You're cool. I am. I try to. Give me a story. Hollywood is a place is making a movie about unboxing videos. All of Hollywood? What? The whole Hollywood. Making a movie? Like a documentary? Um, It's going to center around a mischievous... And by mischievous, I mean mischievous. Mischievous. Uh, 11-year-old YouTube star who unboxes her father's safe as a stunt for her channel, accidentally unleashing a treacherous puck and his evil band of tricksters on a small town. What's a puck? Like puck. Like the like the trickster god. Okay. Like, you know, from, like, gods. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm sure, talking about? Yeah, sure, yeah. Not... Not... The tre- the treacherous puck, not up. I, I think I okay, said. Okay, so it is. I think a, I said up. You said ah, uh, and I was just like, "What's a puck?" And it's like a hockey puck. Yeah, like, that's what I don't know. But what it's I was an evil hockey puck. So, so like 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 full on trickster god, like yeah. Greek. Yeah, trickster Loki. God. Yes, but puck. Yeah. 
uh, agree that, that by Loki you mean Norse. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so they're starting, it sounds like they're taking... So it's like a full movie of them like, we're going to take the unboxing thing, but we're going to do it into the next one. Because what's it? Pandora's Box. Oh. Get it? Is that the name of the movie? No. I uh, don't know what it's really that called. That would have been cooler if it was. But uh, it sounds like, I think it's called Unboxing. Okay. According to this article. Um, but yeah, they're just going to, it's, uh, in a way, the film sounds like both a modern retelling of Pandora's Box and a play on the recent kid-friendly horror franchises like Goosebumps. <laughs> All with a super topical I was, I was, I was spin. Like, I could see this coming out just like fucking the Jack Black's Goosebumps or the house with the clocks in its walls or the, any of those like Jack Black movies that are coming out that are like kind of semi-kid friendly. House of Clocks in its walls looks good. It does to me too. I'm um, excited for it. I think it comes out next week. Uh, is it? 19th. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's next that's week. That's not next week. That's a couple weeks from now. Yeah, we got a little bit. Yeah, we're we're not even in December yet. That's, <laughs> I would say that's balls deep in December. Yeah, even, that because is it's pretty close to the Christ Mass. Christmas. Christmas. But uh, yeah. Um, sounds like a dumb movie, but uh, I probably won't watch it. It'll be on Netflix in like three months after it releases, and then uh, nobody will still watch it. But whatever. Do your thing. Waste money. People are Yay, hungry. Yay, money. Um, so the Eternals movie is happening. Yeah. It's like a official official now. Mm-hmm. Um, and rumor has it that at least two of them are now going to be in the post-credit sequence of Avengers 4. They went back through to reshoot some of the stuff for the ending of the movie. So it's that And I'm close. assuming that they're going to introduce things. them at the tail end of it. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's a lot more heavy-hitting characters to be like, this is like, Eternals is like creation of the universe people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they've been there since, like, dawn of time yeah, kind of a so. thing. I was just like, these are, like, really heavy-handed people to add in, but it makes sense because what what's the, who are the bad guys what are the, from the Eternals? What's their names? I don't remember. Like, the, the villains in the Eternals. It's been a while. Because uh, Thanos is half Eternal, half Yes. Uh-huh. He's like a half-breed between the two of them. Yes. So I was just like, it makes sense they introduced them. Like, so it would be cool if they like introduced one of the characters and Thanos is still alive and he's just like, hi, mom, or yeah. something like that to one of the characters or something. Like, whatever happens to Thanos will ripple into the Eternals, most likely, it sounds Probably. Like. That's what I'm assuming. And that's, they're still going to have like the Eternals movie. I don't know how what kind of legs this is going to have as far as like franchising, you know what I mean? Like, if this is going to be like, we're going to do a one and done, or, or if this is going to be like a Guardians thing, like... We're going to bank on this being cool and semi-funny and maybe making a, multiple volumes of it. It sounds like the Marvel uh, kind of counter action to the New Gods yes. movie that they're working on over at DC. It's yeah, like, it's, oh, you're going to do weird characters that nobody knows? We'll also do movies yes, with weird yes, characters very, nobody knows. Very much so. And I'm trying to look it up. To the, yeah, see, Jack Kirby left Marvel as the work of DC where he began a saga yeah. called New Gods. This is their, their New Gods that they started. Absolutely, yeah. The Celestials have visited Earth. The Deviants, that's the other ones. Yes. So it's the uh, the Eternals and the Deviants. That's, he's a hybrid. Uh, Thanos is a hybrid, but he's a half Eternal, half Deviant. He's a Deviant love child of, of... Of two of them. Of the, the Capulets and the... Yes, uh, the Montagues. Montagues. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was just really cool that that's, yeah. a, that's a, a thing that they're even going back to make sure that it's going to be as soon or relevant as soon as May, even, we will know of the Eternals and the MCU. I like it. So... Uh, I don't know how... I know that they've obviously got the casting done for at least two of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that we'll uh, 
I'm, I'm excited to see what we're going to get out of that. Um, Star Wars announced a new uh, children's TV show that they're going to be doing on YouTube with their new Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Okay. Um, they did this with the Forces of Destiny. They did like these YouTube shorts, and they like focused on a different strong female character within okay. the Star Wars universe. Um, either beginning of this year or end of last year, they did like a little like uh, five minutes on like Ray and then on Leia and mm-hmm. on like Ahsoka Tana, and they did kind of. And was this... it like animated? Yeah, animated. Yep. CG or is um, it like it was like, like a like 2D. a digital animation like cool. uh, kind of thing, and then so they announced this called Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures animated series, and uh, it'll be later this week, uh, which this week is. November 28th mm-hmm. um, and it looks like they'll be on StarWarsKids.com or Star Wars Kids YouTube channel uh, look at this artwork though looks that pretty looks cool. cool as shit yeah. it looks really good so if that's how they're building that artwork um, it's it really kind of is uh, looks good mm-hmm. and so that will be just a... I would love for uh, little Luke Skywalker to teach my Betty how to read yeah or not read but uh, to count or something like mm-hmm. that Help me count the jobless. <laughs> I'll point at them with my lightsaber. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. They're gonna do. Uh, they're gonna do a feature length movie, cool. um, and then they're gonna. Or it says uh, in easily digestible portions. Uh, oh no, they're gonna do it in easily digestible portions rather than a full length movie. Got you. Or like okay. a even a half hour episode. So they're probably gonna stick with that format of. Like three to five minutes episodes, yeah, just real short. Yeah, you know, like they did with Clone Wars, that the yeah, Tarkovsky or whatever the original ones that did it. Yeah, yeah. So the they are uh, doing just more Star Wars stuff, and uh, I dig it. I'll watch the kids shit. It doesn't matter to me. It all is uh, pretty cool because I mean, as we know, comics are kid shit too, and I dig it. So <laughs> whatever. Um, something that I really enjoyed about the Xbox 360 whenever they first introduced Netflix as an app on there, um, they had this party mode that you could do. I like so, parties. So basically what you would do is you'd be, look like a little small simulated theater. Most of the stuff was still your screen, but you saw your Xbox avatars at the bottom sitting in chairs. I like how you're getting that right in the mic. You guys hearing that? Hearing his empty, empty drink? I'm out. There is out. I'm going to choke. I'll get you some more water here in a minute. It's okay. Um, try to walk away, but you choke. <laughs> um, so they had that party mode where you see your character, your little avatar down there in the seats. Um, you put on your headset, you're watching a movie, and you're basically watching a movie with your friends. You could talk to them like Mystery Science 3000 style mm-hmm. while you were uh, watching a movie and stuff. And that's since come and gone, along with some other things that they kind of tested out on the Xbox 360 that I wish they would bring back. But this is one of them. They're uh, thinking about tossing around the idea here in the next couple months uh, on the Netflix app on Xbox One, bringing back the party mode. Since they brought back nice. avatars, they're talking about doing that. So. I thought it would be really cool to actually do that. I was just thinking, like, how cool would it be to, like, have, like, me and you in a room and then have just a bunch of other people that we're friends with or watch people from the podcast them. Watch, them, watch a movie with them and then we could record it and have all of us kind of... Because, I mean, it's not going to be... I don't think that there's a way that they could copyright copyright it because it's all of us talking over the movie. It's the same thing principle with Mystery Science 3000 yeah. because they're all talking over it and doing their own commentary yeah. over it. But weren't those... Uh, what those public domain movies that they were using? That they used, yes. But that's what I'm saying. Like That'd be great it, for our they, Patreon. Yes. That'd be cool. 
But I just thought it'd be a really neat idea to do that, to record it with the with the people and almost do Mystery Science three thousand yeah. with us and and fans and uh, to be able to all kind of goof and talk about like stupid movies that we want to watch. That's like find like B list horror movies like Thanks Killing or something like that yes. next year and watch that with the people and just kind of fucking rip it apart and make jokes the what whole time that, while we're uh, doing it. What was that right? the Easter one? Was like hippity hoppity bunny bunny or bunny bunny, bunny kill, kill kill? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like do do something like that. I think yeah. that'd be really fun to do and then just kind of rip it apart. And each of us have headsets on, and, and all of us get a chance to talk about it and do it that way. But use that party mode to, to talk with everybody. We watch the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars movie. Watch the Star Wars Clone Wars movie. Star Wars Clone Wars. I hate sand. Um, Gets all over in my butt. <laughs> I, I forgot I had some more Netflix news to add to your Netflix well, news. Well, sure. Uh, so they did Netflix also announce that they've got another TV series they're working on. Shut your butt. Of uh, Roald Dahl movies, books. Uh, yes, I saw the... Uh, uh, Matilda and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Big Fucking Giant. So, uh, the trailer... The Twits. I, I saw a trailer for the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one. Okay. And is it Charlie or is it Willy Wonka? It's Charlie on this article. Okay, so Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, because Willy Wonka is the remake. Um, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. Yeah, the bad one. Um, so the trailer that they showed for it was literally a three-minute trailer, but it was the trailer from the 70s. Okay. So I'm just like, is this what adaptation are they doing here? Are they just adding the old movies to Netflix? Are they making animated series of them? Are they redoing the movies again completely into like a... I didn't really understand because it, it was like, check it out. Here's a trailer for this, and it was like a three minute trailer. And I'm just like, this is this is the '70s movie. This is just an extended trailer for the '70s movie. I wonder, like in my head, what I would like to see is when you think of these books, or when I think of these books, I think of that, Gene Wilder. No, I think of that classic uh, illustration mm-hmm. that's like on the covers of sure. them, kind of a very liney, kind of watercolored kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like an animated version of that in the same kind of setup that they do um, Lemony Snicket's. Like, give me two episodes per book. Like, you get kind of a, a what is it? They, that's what they do, right? There's like two episodes. There's like a part mm-hmm. one and a part two. Yeah, part one. And part the series two, is just a series of his books, and you do a part one and a part two, two episodes, two hours or whatever. So you have like hour a, and a half of a part Charlie one, and part Chocolate, Charlie and Chocolate Factory one and two to explain the movie everybody knows. And then do like two and uh, part three and four would be elevator. the glass elevator yeah. and then so on and so forth. You do like a Matilda. You do. Yeah. I never read a Matilda book. Is that, yeah. it was a book yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I only ever seen the movie. He's got a, like there's a, he's got a hell of a library uh, <laughs> of things that he's written. So like, if they're doing a series just based on his works, and then they just break it up into different like mini episodes of those stories within a quote unquote series, and they use like that same animation style or something, that could be pretty cool. I'm gonna go for something that's a stretch here. I like it's it. Probably not a stretch. He's dead, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know how long ago he had passed away. I think these like books 90s are, or something. I don't know, or... but these books were written in like the like 20s and 30s, I think. Is like it D H A L? It's uh Dal. It's Roll R O A L. Oh, I thought I thought it was Ronald for some reason. Roll. Oh, it knew. Rolled, 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 doll. That's that. Made wow. up name. He's British as shit. <laughs> he's he. 
He needs some more forehead uh, with that face. Born in the 90s, though. Strike that. Reverse it. Get it? Get what I did there? Not born in the 90s. He died died in the 90s. 90s. That's what I thought, yeah. As in, like, 90. Uh, (laughs) When I say the 90s, I mean 90. And, uh, yeah. So these books came out... Quotes, and it's just quotes from the books. A little nonsense now and then is cherished by the one. That's what uh, Gene Wilder says when he redoes the quote. Uh James and the Giant Peach is his. Yes. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, the uh, BFG. The Witches. The Twits. I don't know what that is. I'm not familiar. George's either. Marvelous Medicine. I've seen that. I've seen book that book in cover. But I've never read it. it. Must have been in the school library. Yeah. It's Tales <laughs> of the Unexpected. But uh, when, so, when did the uh, when did these books release? Then? You could totally do like a Lemony Snick Snick. Uh, <laughs> And uh, do not, it that uh, version. I Keep want, going. Keep I going. Want just a, right there. Bibliography. There we go. We're navigating the cake. internet. Jesus Christ. He released some of these in 1994. Like World War II. Yeah. The Gremlins. Is that like... I don't think the Gremlin, so. The Gremlin? Under the pen he, name uh, Pegasus. He was, yeah, I was getting ready to say. <laughs> he published that book under the pen name Pegasus. What That's do you weird. want your name to be? Pegasus. Beware of dog. Where's the... Where did Charlie down go? A little bit. Go down on me. Lamb slaughter. Go down on me. Go down on me. Oh. Down. Okay. Go. I'm going. Yeah. Here go. we go. Uh, no. Uh, uh, keep going. <laughs> the great automated grammatazer. Something. We're, we're at the end. Duh. The books were never written. Are these like short stories? Are we in the short know. story section? We are in the short, short story section. So the Gremlins is still a full book. This though. makes good radio. James and the Giant Peach was written before all those. 61. 61. 1964 was Charlie 61. and the Chocolate Factory. The Magic Finger. I know all about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. I thought there was another Charlie book. Was I don't not? think so. Just the two. The Big Fucking Giant came out in 82. So is that is that what BFG actually is? Friendly. Big Friendly. Yeah. I never knew. I never seen that movie either. Why would anybody... Because uh, BFG and uh, the Doom games is called is called BFG because it's the big fucking gun. Yeah. So why would you? He knew what he was doing. Even in what, 1982, the word fuck was around. He <laughs> yeah. knew exactly he, what he was doing. The word fuck's been around for a long longer than that. He was like, "Watch this. I'm gonna have a bunch of kids going. I like the BFG. I like the BFG. I like. Uh, he did it totally on purpose. Uh, I would recommend wholeheartedly looking up a picture of that gentleman, so that way you guys can see the giant forehead on there. But uh, yeah, I like that. That animation style would be super cool as like a TV show. Uh, I'll do a couple of articles uh, together, and then I'll have one last one that's kind of bigger, and then we'll I'm call it your be, grand I'm finale. Be my grand finale one. That's. Pretty new news, but uh, I wanted to talk about it. I promised we would talk about it a little later, earlier Who did on. you promise? Uh, the prince that was the promised. The prince that was promised. Uh, Games with Gold for Xbox was announced two days ago uh, for December. We've got Cube 2 on That's the Xbox One. Cubert. Uh, no, it is not Cubert. It, oh. is, uh, it is a puzzle game, though. Uh, you've got Never Alone, which is kind of a... Uh, I don't know, like a weird indie side scrolly, but it's got like 3D animation to it. I think it follows like a, a kid that's like an Eskimo and his dog. That's like the the main characters of the story. Uh, for 360, that you can also get on uh, Xbox One, it's Dragon Age 2. Uh, could not recommend that game not enough. Um, it's, not, it's not the best. It's no good. It's okay. 
Um, and then Mercenaries, uh, which was a original Xbox title that you can download to the Xbox 360 and the uh, Xbox One. They're going to make it free in its backwards compatibility. I would recommend that game. It's very fun. Um, that was one of those games that was kind of an earlier adopter of the uh, big destructible environments. You shoot like a rocket at like the building, you'll actually see it like, crumble and pull apart. And it was most of the buildings in the game and stuff like that would have those destructible uh, environments to it. So some of that stuff that pulled out some of those tech like real early on the on that game and uh, it's it's a really good game. And then uh, PlayStation Plus announced theirs earlier today. I saw that yeah. a Russian leak. Mm-hmm. A Russian leak for That's the December games. Uh, you got Soma, which is uh, kind of almost one of those like walking simulators, but it's got like a horror aspect to walking it. Walking Phoenix. Um, yeah, old Walking Phoenix. Um, <laughs> Onrush, which is just a racing game, uh, it looks like a kind of a generic, almost F-Zero wannabe space-esque race game that you can, well, they, I think it's one of those ones that encourages crashing into other people, oh, kind of a thing. That's um, violent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last one is Iconoclast, which is a, a Vita title that, that you can download uh, on the PS4 as well. Um, one of the last things I was going to talk about um, before I'll let you go to yours and then I'll, I'll do my big one. Um, Bungie started, they released a new vid doc for Destiny 2, kind of laying out the total groundwork for the next nine months worth of stuff leading up to, I'm assuming, what would be their quote-unquote year three for Destiny 2, or if we're going to get Destiny 3 at that point. I'm not really sure what we're getting. Um, but for the next nine months, uh, kind of laid out what the annual pass uh, expansion titles are and, and what they've got kind of coming down the pipe. Um, they are in season five of the game now. Um, it officially started yesterday uh, ahead of the DLC's actual official launch. The DLC comes out Tuesday on December 4th. Um, this is the, uh, it's called Destiny 2 Black Armory. Um, it's supposed to be about, I guess, an ancient group of people that have existed since the Golden Age. So prior to all of the events and stuff that have been going on that have kept secret and they develop some of the world's best weapons. Um, but they're not to be used in uh, war. But uh, And they don't trust guardians. They don't trust anybody other than themselves. Um, this ancient civilization of, of uh, blacksmiths are about to be found and they will need the guardians' help in some aspect of, of restart these will. forges or something like that so they can start building more weapons. And I'm assuming, like, in turn, we will help you develop some new weapons so that you can fight against your, you know, the hordes of enemies and stuff that are coming at your gate. Um, the next expansion after that, this the Year of the Drifter. It's uh, based around the Gambit game game type that they have on there. It's supposed to dive deeper. They throw, like, cards that are on fire? No, they do not throw cards that are on fire. Oh. Um, there's a character called the Drifter, and they introduced a new game game type called Gambit. It's a multiplayer, um, and it blends together PvE, so fighting hordes of enemies with PvP, because um, you're actually encouraged to jump, jump through these portals to fight other enemies that are, like, basically doing what you're doing, but you can kill them to kind of gain more time and stuff back on your clock. I see. And stop them from winning. Um, so it blends the two things together, and it's really, really a fun game type. But that character, the Drifter, the next expansion after this one that happens in like February or March, is supposed to kind of dive deeper into what that character is all about because he kind of almost seems like he's borderline, like not strictly good, but he's not strictly evil kind of a thing. So they're gonna kind of do that, and then they have another one that's the last expansion that they're doing before um, whatever year three is going to end up being. 
and it's called the Year of the Redacted. They they were going to announce what it was called, but then they realized that if they did so, that it was going to cause spoiler. like a major spoiler for where the story is actually about to head. Nice. Um, from what we know, the actual like quote unquote tagline for the DLC is called Penumbra. Um, so we really don't know what it's entailing. I'm assuming this DLC, the reason why they're doing it is because the darkness, you know, you have the Guardian has the light and everything in this. The darkness is coming, basically, for humanity. Mm. And this is supposed to be, like, leading more so toward, um, I'm assuming, like, heavy-handed, like, they're about to be on our doorstep, and we have to start getting ready kind of a thing, and that's what that DLC will be, but... A lot of uh, quality of life things coming out in the next couple months, too, as far as uh, the game is concerned. Um, they're going to make it to where the exotic weapons will drop a little bit more frequently because that's been a huge issue, like nothing dropping hardly at all. Um, they're going to add in some other content, bounties for specific uh, vendors and stuff that you would meet in the game. Um, just adding in even more content that they desperately needed from the get, but now they're starting to finally add in. They didn't need that. They did. They come on. They did. Come on. They do. <laughs> they do. It's got uh Nobody uh, needs it. One of the bigger articles and stuff that they had talked about recently that I didn't feel like putting on here was uh Activision released that uh Destiny is not doing good at all. Numbers wise, people amount of people playing it, the amount of uh stuff that they've been selling and it's got people kind of concerned that actually are fans of Bungie and fans of the actual franchise because they're like, if it's not doing this good and Activision's feeling like this kind of like skeptical about mm-hmm. it, we may not get to see Destiny 3 touch the light of day. It might end on whatever their story is like, the darkness is about to come and then the, now you're never going to get to know yeah. what's going to happen. So it sucks, but I don't know how much money they're going to be willing to toss toward Bungie to get this put out if they're not seeing the numbers and stuff that they exactly want. Well, they're taking, you know, all the... Well, you, you said at one point in time we were talking about Destiny, and I know we it comes up a lot in the conversation, so I'm not sure when it hit, but we were talking about uh, getting into it, and you are like, there's there's almost a sense of elitism that is a, perce- a perception of elitism, like when it comes to playing Destiny outside of just the the story mode. And and like if you're if you're not all in and playing hardcore and really grinding on shit, you don't stand a chance to really like play. As it gets to that point, yes. I mean, if as a casual player, if you're just in it for the story and you're not in it for the PvP and stuff, there are people that play the PvP fucking constantly. Yeah. They do all the other shit fucking constantly, and. If you're in it for the story, that's great because the story is good. Um, mm-hmm. It's starting to get a little bit more rich as 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 everything unfolds. But yes, I mean, if you're not willing to be more than just a casual player, it's probably not for you. And it seems like more so nowadays than anything else, especially as it goes for me. After we had Betty, I'm not I'm not in here playing like I used to do. Yeah. I would at least dedicate at one point in time I was dedicating two to four hours a day for sure to playing destiny and getting everything done on there and doing all that stuff. And now I'm just struggling to find time to actually play a game period. Yeah. So I would consider myself a more casual player. I stopped playing destiny Two now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably check out what this DLC is because I've got the DLC technically, you know, I've I've bought Mm -hmm. the annual pass, so I'll do the story for it and stuff like that, but I'm probably not going to get a chance to sit down and grind out and get all these like super cool exotic weapons. I'll be like, I'll see what the story's like, do that and then be done with it because 
I'm not going to be able to have time to hold up to what everybody else is doing on here. Well, and and as like the people who are in our age bracket, as for the do, rest of us, yeah, do that, and the younger crowd goes towards the Fortnites of the mm, world. I love the younger crowd. Then you're totally. I mean, it makes sense that you're. You're, you're getting a smaller crowd, and hopefully that doesn't suffer. A quality game like that doesn't suffer sure. because of it. But potentially it does. Maybe it doesn't stop from getting uh, Destiny Three, but maybe it stops from the expansions or stuff like the DLC. Maybe you don't get as much of that, and they just focus on when they do it. You get one good solid game every couple of years, and not as much DLC and expansions. Gotcha. Potentially, yeah. who knows. I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to because I mean, eventually I'm going to get back to the point where I will be able to play a little bit more. Especially as the older she gets, she's going to be sleeping more. Things are going to be a little bit more manageable, so I'll be able to play games a little bit more. And I just don't want to get to that point where I'm actually going to be able to play games. And then now, like Destiny's just like that's nah, not a thing anymore. Kind of like just come in on it late almost. You can I've been playing it. it the whole fucking time. Like wow, like wow is old. Yeah, wow is super old. So like Destiny's just the new wow. I guess, if you want to look at it that way. And it's owned by the same company, so... Is it? Activision now owns not just Bungie, but they own Blizzard, too. So, I mean, Blizzard's the people that make... I knew that. You did know that. I I was... Look at you. I was totally... With your knowledge and your flannel and your hat. I knew about that. I didn't know about that. Uh, Do you want me to to shoot some things at your face? Shoot some things at my face. Um, There is a Duke... A dookie? Let's try this differently. Oh, okay. <laughs> a DC nuclear winter special that is coming out soon, which is our, uh, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but the uh, the DC's, uh, their winter special, uh, which is uh, holiday-themed stories that feature characters from around the DCU in a post-apocalyptic... Nah! <laughs> Post-apocalyptic wasteland. Is that like whenever all the pasta is gone? Yeah, it's Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yes. Um, so, who knows? I like these uh, stories. It kind of is the same way as like the the $5 books you can get at Walmart now. Mm-hmm. Or they do these for the holidays, like anthologies that they put in for like normal comic book shops to also sure. uh, sell. I, I like a good anthology where you get three or four stories that are in like a... 15 page realm and you get you know 60 70 page uh book going on there so should be pretty cool i'm i'm always excited for that um who knows uh, how good it'll be but always excited it's it's christmasy um you familiar with the show roswell yes uh did you like it never watched it I, i'm either. familiar with it though I, I didn't watch it either, but... In the sense they, of, like, I've heard it and seen it on TV. It's about aliens. And I changed and, it because I was just like, eh. It's the CW's version of, like, an alien show. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, they are rebooting it. Okay. Uh, called Roswell, comma, New Mexico. So as is in, it, like, the city-state. So is it, like, a... So is this going to be, like, full... Like, are they bringing back old characters or something? Or? I think it's a full-on reboot. Okay. Um, and as far as I remember... Um, let's see. The, uh, the original Roswell featured the characters as teenagers. Roswell, New Mexico, will feature the characters as adults. Never okay. mind, I was wrong. So it's like uh, a reboot, but they they're back. It's kind of it's the Connors. They did the, they did the X Files. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the X They brought X Files back again too, and they're just older. Exactly. So they're doing that. Um, it makes me interested. I like the the premise behind it, being that there's like um, an X Filesy type show, but like sure. with in high school, and then now like how that translates later. Oh, this, I remember it always coming on. I just was like, oh, sorry for whatever reason. I would just turn it 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was. I'm not that I wasn't necessarily. I just was like, unless it's the first episode, I'm not gonna watch exactly. it. I'd rather watch like fucking Doug or gonna be Rocket lost or in it yeah. and be like, oh, I'd, yeah. I'm gonna pick up on episode just sort of like hopping 20. into like fucking Buffy in like season four or whatever, yeah. and then just not knowing what's going on. Not really gonna work. It might. I might be one of those things where I could totally hop in on episode one of the new show. Sure. And then if you go, oh, I like this show, maybe can go back yeah. and there's a plethora of episodes. Quite to a watch. people that did that with the Twin Peaks whenever they did like oh, the yeah. reimagining of Twin Peaks, and they were just like, "This is really cool. I want to go see the old one." And then they watched it, and they're like, "This is fucking weird." Cool. That's what I did uh, when they did the reboot of X Files. I never actually watched from front to back like X Files, mm-hmm. but I watched was it season eleven, maybe nine and ten. Is it nine and ten? Is mm-hmm. what. So I watched nine, the or whichever one was the first kind of uh-huh. back season, and then uh, I was like, I really like this show. I would totally watch it, and I haven't gotten to it. I've watched like the first couple episodes. No, I think we watched of the original Mandy series. Went through and we watched. I think we got to the point where we'd be ready. We wanted to watch it chronologically, so we were to the points where we're ready to watch the first movie now. Mm. I think we've watched seasons one through four, and then the first movie happens, and then five, six, seven eight and then there's the second movie that came out prior to all of the new stuff that happened it was the x-files i want to believe or something mm-hmm. like that was what it was called and then the new stuff that came out gotcha um there is a sour patch kid cereal coming to stores cereal yeah that sounds interesting yeah it'll probably sour be cereal yeah i don't know if i want sour in my milk yeah it, you it's know what i mean gonna happen it's coming out. Happen? <laughs> I'm gonna have to eat it. <laughs> you have to eat it. We're gonna buy a box. We're gonna eat it here on the show. Okay. It comes to Walmart mm. on December 26th. No. Oh. Um, that's just a little piece of Third day fun late. facts. Buck short. I know. Right, right after report. you could have um, wrapped it up and gave somebody that a gift for Christmas. Um, the Taco Bell is bringing back a fan favorite menu item. The Taco Bell. The Taco Bell. Can you guess what that? Fan favorite menu item. A is. gordita. No, I don't know. Uh, Chalupa. No. Uh, uh, the fries. Nacho fries. I don't think they're gone yet. Are they not? I thought that that was a limited window. Yeah, uh, they might be gone. A burrito wrapped inside of a taco or inside of another burrito. No, I'm in on that. No, it's the rolled chicken tacos. Those are back now. Yeah. Do you I've like had those? them? Yeah, they're back. I never knew that they were there before. I don't think they're just like uh, they're toquitos. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's all it is. I had it. I was expecting a lot more. I got it one night. Uh, I left work this weekend, and whenever I was coming home, I was just like, oh, I'll try those. I had my myself some TB, and I was just like, this is a taquito. Yeah, the end. <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> and uh, my final piece of information that I will pass on to your ears is uh, that Young Justice is getting a docu-series um, and an enhanced episodes and a prequel comic leading up to the new season three of Young Justice that will be released on the DC Universe app called Young Justice Outsiders. Okay. Um, so they're getting... Um, I don't think I've ever watched or read any of Young Justice I've before. I've heard it's good. Cool. I've heard it's real good, um, that the story writing's uh, real good. Just, you know, so is this that like, whole DC animated series, like that world of like starting with Batman the animated series and going all the way. I think Young Justice is kind of... The end of that era, because um, so they like, had, what are we doing with you? Like, who is Young Justice? Like, give me a synopsis of who we are. Is Speedy, this like... you've got Kid Flash. Okay, you've got uh, Aqualad. 
Okay. Um, so it was literally the their, it's the their core hits. It's core Titans. Yeah, yeah, it's like Teen Titans, but, but like more so. Yeah, and they're they're a little older, a little so more mature. Robin or Nightwing then? I don't remember. I don't know if it would what what era they were going of it. I don't even know if if either one of those characters is in this show. Okay. Rag. Um, I remember Aqualad being pretty prominent as lo- as well as uh, Speedy and uh, uh, the other one mm-hmm. that I mentioned, Kid Flash. Uh, I remember those three being like the the kind of majors. Oh, Whoa. my sound's on. Oops, sound was on. Uh, but yeah, this is. Do we do a piece of media on this episode? We'll do that next episode. Then I won't say that this is my piece of media for. Not yet, not yet, but I mean, you can next time if you want to. I won't tell you. Say it both times. I won't tell people on this episode that your piece of media is to watch Young Justice. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, docuseries, there seems like they're diving in. They're gonna, you're gonna get some, some making of Young Justice. You're gonna get an enhanced episodes, which is kind of weird, which is kind of an expanded, um, versions of season one and two. Um, on there with commentary, interviews, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then some prequel comics, which they've done a comic series for Young Justice before. Uh, seems like the tapestry for this uh, kind of iteration is pretty deep, but uh, they're trying to get get more out there uh, to get people pumped up because this is the next thing that drops after Titans is over with. Okay. Young Justice Outsiders is... The uh, long-awaited season three of the Young Justice series. So is, is Titans only going to be like one season then? Or is this like after the season's done, this is what they're banking on? Yeah, um, yeah, just after the season. Okay, so I, didn't I, thought, know, I was making sure. I didn't know if it was coming I think back. it's renewed. Okay. I think it's renewed. I'm I not 100% sure, but... I've heard nothing but positive things about it for the most part, so I would assume that it would have enough to make it get renewed. Yeah, well, that's my news. Uh, my last bit is that... Uh, Bethesda software. You've heard about those guys. Yeah, they make uh, Diablo. They do not. That's Blizzard. Um, that is Blizzard. Uh, Bethesda, the people that make the Fallout franchise, they make uh, the Elder Scrolls franchise. Horizon games. Zero Dawn. Not Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know Bethesda. these people. I know the word then. Sure. Uh, so they recently made a, a small little game called Fallout 76. Last, yeah. Uh, they are that. facing possible class action lawsuit over the release of Fallout 76. How now. so? So I'm going to read you a little snippet okay. of an article that was on uh, Game Informer about this. There's a law firm in uh, in Maryland called... Delaware? Ma- Maryland is a state as well. You, you're you good at naming states. <laughs> Mig- <laughs> I don't, you can help me maybe say this word. It's it's this guy's name. It's super Italian. Uh, Migalaccio? No, I can't help you with that word. And Rathold, whoever they are. <laughs> this law firm is uh, currently investigating and soliciting clients for cl- possible class action lawsuit against Bethesda over Fallout 76, according to the firm's class action uh, suit page. They're hoping to represent players who had bought the game and were unhappy with the quality level of production oh. from a technical perspective. More to the point, they are alleging that Bethesda is refusing to refund on any bit of the product. Um, which is a really big undertaking because if this is something that ends up happening and panning out for them, this uh-huh. is uh, this could be sets a precedence. Class, sets the precedence for a lot of other titles in the future that might send out something like this. Uh, they were promising, basically, and I can attest to it to a certain extent. Um, they're promising this full game, this full release, something that they've been hyping up on, 
and they basically give us a game that is a quote of quote end of line product. Like this is this is the game. It's done. It's yeah. not in beta. It's not in alpha. It's done. And we get a game that we start up and we start playing immediately. Like crashes. Has nothing but problems. Has nothing but technical glitches. Um, you the servers crash constantly since it's been out. Um, and and performance wise, it's playing like it is still an alpha. Like we're still developing the game. And they basically have said, you know, like I told you before. They, they flat out wrote a letter to the people that are like, this game's going to come out, it's going to be pretty buggy, but ride with us, ride yeah, the storm out absolutely. with us. And, and it they makes were sense. About but, it. Yeah, they were honest about it, but that's that's the kind of terminology that you say, like, our game's not done, um, and we're going to go ahead and put it out, but we're going to want you to play and, and pay while you're doing all this, and we're going to get it done in time. That's a game that comes out in alpha. That's like whenever PUBG first came out and it was an alpha. They flat out was just like, we're only going to make you spend $30 on this game because it's not finished. And we want you to ride it out with us and we want you to help us out kind of testing it out. We're not going to expect you to pay $60 for this product. So that's basically how Fallout ended up being. But they, they flat out said it and they was just like, but we still expect you to pay the $60 price point and we're going to say the game's done. But now that the game's done, I mean, if they don't, if they don't want to fix any of this stuff, they don't have to. I mean that's 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 how it is. Yeah. Them fixing this in and of itself is just them doing stuff to make quality of life better. But and technically it's a finished product. They don't have to do anything on top of what they've already done. It could just be leave the servers on and let hap- whatever happened mm-hmm. happen. Absolutely. Um but obviously I mean they care about their customers, they care about everything that's going on, so they're going to fix it, but that's it's releasing a polished turd into the wild. Yeah. And from a company that's got a fairly decent reputation of releasing games that have as little bugs that they possibly can get. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? So here's my thought on that. Sure. The lawyer, the lawyers and these people that are filing this lawsuit should take their money Mm -hmm. and do something to make this world a better place. Sure. Instead of complaining about a fucking video game (laughs) because they paid for a game that they knew wasn't ready yet. Essentially, I mean, I be, mean if I bought that a burger and they were like, "It might not be done yet, but you can still get it," and they're like, "It's raw," I told you that it was not done yet. Right. Here's my thing though, too, with it. Part of it um, coming from a standpoint of a gamer, I didn't have this pre-ordered up until it was like days before launch. Sure. I knew this was going to be a thing going into it, but I still wanted to play it because I have a bunch of friends that were playing on buying it and playing it. And there still are people that are friends of mine that are playing it. Yeah. Um, and, and enjoy it for what it is um, yeah, to a certain absolutely. extent. I think I've, I've not got a chance to actually play in a group yet. Yeah. I think the game would be a lot more fun in a group setting versus sure. solo. Because that's what I it's mean, built for, yeah, right? It's, it's, it's supposed to be mostly built for. Yeah. You can play it solo, but it's going to be more fun if you're in there involved with people and actually doing all the crazy shit that's yeah. over the top shit and fighting all these monsters and stuff together versus alone. Um, but I, it makes me, it does make me feel for a certain, like there are people that are diehard fallout franchisees mm-hmm. that will do anything for a franchise for a fallout game. Yeah. And people that are pre-order as soon as they're like fallout 76, they're just like fucking I'm in Yeah, because everything else that we've had fallout wise has been a relative success. I mean, with the exception of like, Four was very well received, but it did have a, quite a few bugs. But they ended up panning out on it, um, yeah. most of the stuff eventually. Yeah. But it was not like this. This game, like I've I've had a scenario that I'll talk about some more of this on the next episode too, because I've you know played and stuff. But just as a quick like, just a scenario of something that happened. I was in the game, uh, not me, but I was watching a person playing in the game uh, with a group of their people. They went like on a YouTube video. They were going down inside this like tunnel area. Um, 
and there were these uh, ghouls that are in there. They're just like zombified human people that have no mind left. They're just basically fast zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, like screaming everywhere and coming at the people, but instead of like screaming and having the full animation, they come at you in T-pose. So it's just like you have the screaming, it's just like, rah, rah, but they're mm-hmm. like just kind of levitating towards you. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the animation just wasn't there. Like it was just dropped out completely. And stuff like that happens constantly in the game. Um, arguably, I would say the ghouls might be a little bit creepier in a T-pose, just flying towards you <laughs> and not really making, just making the noise but not moving or anything other than just gliding toward you in that. It's almost like, like Antichrist type yeah. thing in a way, but uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Shit like that happens all the time. It's, it's also, to me, it's not, I don't think it's acceptable. They have all of this money from these people that have pre-ordered, people that have paid and stuff mm-hmm. like that. To have dedicated servers that should stay online so that people can can actually well, play. Sure. Whether the game's good or not, you should be able to stay online so you can play. Mm-hmm. It's I understand taking the servers down for maintenance every now and then, but just logging in and saying like your character not moving and it says oh, unable to connect to server and then it just boots you out immediately. Yeah. You know, and being able to play for like five minutes at a time before that happens, that's unacceptable. Yeah. I get that there's a lot of people on it, but they knew there was going to be a lot of people on it. And they had yeah. to put money into this infrastructure to actually get it to work. And it, But that's everything. Everything goes through this. DirecTV went through this. Netflix went through this. They all go through sure. it. And Bethesda's gone through it before, too. They have an online game that, that still is running. It's ESO. Elder Scrolls Online is an existing thing. It has servers. They know how to run this stuff with a massive multiplayer setting. Sure. Already. But yet. Netflix also does every time that their server crashes when they release a new ep- a new season of something. Sure. Like they know how to run it, but they don't expect that load. They don't expect whatever that load is bearing on but that. Why not? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think it's worth suing somebody over. No, but I'm it just seems like a real waste of money. I just, you know what I mean, though. Like, it, that's just something that you should anticipate. Being like, okay, well, we've got this X amount of pre-orders, yeah. and all these people of copies that we send down there. Like, I sent out 30 million copies of a game. I should anticipate that at least 25 million to 30 million people are going to be online. Let's flip the other side. What's the blowback if they would have pushed this game out another three months? Uh, I think that it would have been a lot more well received because they would have been able to polish up some of the fucking sh- turds. Because the the, uh, the blowback every, on pushbacks are seem like they're pretty harsh too. Everything it is pretty harsh, but at the same time, I would rather this is my frame of mind and a lot of people online's frame of mind, especially after this came yeah. out. Well, to be I would fair, rather a lot of people them, online don't actually have a frame of mind. Well, just. <laughs> I would rather have a game that's more polished. That they've actually spent more time on come out. That doesn't have all. What just happened to our sound? Huh? Look at that. I don't know. What's that block? I don't know. It's back there. It's. (laughs) I can't reach it. You don't have that button to where it stops the feed thing. No. Oh Oh, well. I'll figure it out in a second. There might be something in there. Who knows? Sorry, uh, sorry. If there's a a small (laughs) blip that has no audio for a second, I don't know what happened. Maybe something happened, and I'll fix it. Um, Regardless, I would rather wait for. X amount of time to have a game that's going to come out that would be a little bit more polished. Yeah, I agree. There's no reason why. They announced this brand new in May. Mm-hmm. They brought a trailer, a full trailer, like a new trailer and some small gameplay in June to E3. Mm-hmm. And then they said this is going to be out in November. Yeah. So they've been developing it for a while. They knew that this was the thing. If To me, if you ever at any point in time as a game developer feel the need to two weeks 
three weeks, however long it was ago, before launch happens to send out a PSA to people that said, like, look, we know you paid 60 to some of the versions of the game are $200 mm-hmm. that have this, like, big version. And we know you paid 60 to $200. This game is going to be buggy as all hell, and we're going to have to try and fix some stuff of it. We know you paid $200. We're sorry for that. But we're going to try and do our best to get stuff situated as good as possible. That's an awesome response, but if you feel the need to even put a letter out like that, you should just go ahead and say, hey, we're really sorry, but we are going to push this back to a March release window. That way we can polish out some of the stuff that you'd seen in the beta. That Mm -hmm. was because there was a beta that happened. And then two weeks later, they were just like, everybody was like, is this how the game's going to play? Because it's pretty close to release window. They held on to this beta up until like October, and then it came out on like November 4th. Like, it was literally two weeks away, and they were just like, okay, they're doing this beta to kind of test the servers and test everything, but there's all these bugs and stuff that's going on in the game. Is that going to be enough time for them to fix this stuff that's going on that everybody's talked about? Yeah. No. I mean, they're just, at this point, pressing and getting the game ready to be released. Yeah. They're just testing out their servers at that point. They should have said, we tested the servers. We also know some stuff's going on with the game. We're going to push it back a little bit. We're going to have it come out in March. We're going to polish out some of the stuff. But I'm going to sue you because I don't get it for in 2018 like you promised. I don't think that that would happen. And I'm going to be triggered. I'm going to be triggered. I would think that you would get a sue. You would never get that sue because that's happened so many times in the past. It's happened a ton. But would you not think that that would make more sense, though, as a developer? Oh, I, I totally I agree with that. I just think, why would you, if you knew that this is in in the forefront of your mind, you're just like, oh, I'm going to release this and it's going to be bad. It's going to come out in three weeks and it's going to be the same stuff that you played in the beta. Yeah. Instead of just saying, this is going to come out in two weeks instead of pressing this thing like we were going to in these next two weeks and just pushing it out as fast as we mm-hmm. possibly can. We should just hold off and make it come out, you know, like in March. That way we have another four or five months to work on this. Listen, my my job, that I, my day job, not this podcasting, uh, I... This isn't your day job? <laughs> I've been developing software for the last seven years for our company. Sure. And it's been in quote-unquote beta all of that time mm-hmm. and doesn't pass my testing. And if I were to push that out and say, yeah, it works, things wouldn't go over well. I might probably lose my job. And uh, and things like that, but yes, yeah, I don't think Todd I don't think Howard. Sue me on no, that. I don't think Todd Howard or any of these people. And I'm I'm of the same frame of mind. I think the suing is extreme. I don't think they're going to be able to get this done because they don't have enough precedents here to say you owe all these people yeah. sixty dollars. Because then everybody would fucking well, it. like you said, what was it Fallout Four? You said was a little rough, but it it came out well in the end. Like it the, came out good like polished and everything yeah they had some bugs and stuff like that that needed to be fixed out so they then, they have yeah. a history or at least somewhat of a history of having a game that needs polished and yes. have followed through with a good product by yes the end. but it has never been this bad yeah. it is really rough they rushed it they sure did they rushed it and that's and what i'm saying they knew ahead of time that's this is my thing i think the suing is extreme as well yeah I mean, yeah, power to be, go ahead and do whatever you're fucking wanting to. I'm not looking to get the money back because I know that in a year's time, I'm going to be able to play this game and it's going to be like, really fucking enjoyable. You're going to get your money back and then you're like, I'm going to buy it in yeah. six months. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> you got to go back. In a year's time, it's going to be a well more, a way bigger, much larger and more enjoyable experience come time for them to get everything worked sure, out eventually. Absolutely. But it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. Especially with everything, everybody being turned on now onto the sw- servers and everything. They're having to work around all of that. So they will shut the servers down like at least one to two times every single week for a period of four to six hours. What if they, what if they pushed it back and they said, my bad, shouldn't have came out. And then they 
they release on March. Too late to do that now? Yeah, yeah, the people, game's in people's hands. That's why I'm saying now they have to do it and work around the game being But they could just shut down on. the servers completely. They could, but then that would probably be something that a lawsuit could come from. You can't just shut off a game because you've already put it out. People have already paid the money, the game's out, and it's in their hands and stuff. At that point, you're shutting off a product that you promised would never so shut can, off. You can never make anybody happy in this situation now. Not now. Well, I'm just saying, like, this is what they're, they're like. working on it. They're and losing the work, no matter what. <laughs> they're, working, they're working on it, and how they're working on it is, like, every, like, Tuesday, Thursday, we're going to shut down the servers for four to six hours. Yeah. And depending on where you live, whether it be Europe or here, mm-hmm. it might be a primetime hour for you to play. Yeah. You know, for me, on a Tuesday, if it was in the afternoon... And it shut down from like noon to six o'clock. That's all prime time hour of stuff that I could be playing mm-hmm. that I would be able to play probably, you know, potentially. And that's time that's lost for me. You know, mm-hmm. and I know it's probably more inconvenient for some other people like maybe in London. That's your like, I'm off from work and I'm, it's from like seven to midnight. Now that's a whole evening of this game that I wanted to play that I can't yeah. play. But they have to do this because this is how they fix the game now. The game's in people's hands. They can't just take it away and shut the yeah. servers down. Now we have to work around you guys being in, on the game and playing. So then they're going to have to have product maintenance that happens not just once a month like a lot of online games happen or something. Now it has to happen twice a week, every single week, mm-hmm. until we get this fixed. And that's what I'm saying. Though. Like My thing was from the beginning, just tell us that you know instead it's three weeks to launch. I would rather you tell me that this isn't going to come out till March because of the stuff that happened in the beta. All these people that pre-ordered play it and all these people that are excited for the game, they seen what was happening. They seen what came from the beta. They would understand at that point. But they still bought it. Yeah, of course they bought it. Even though they'd already had it. You had to pre-order to get the beta. The people that no, the other people though. All of the people out there, which are probably the bitchers, honestly. The bitchers are the people who knew that it was bad. Saw the notice that said that it's gonna be buggy on launch Mm -hmm. and then still bought it and they're like, It's buggy. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, just saying like these people that played the played the beta that you have to pre-order to have the beta. That's the whole point. You already basically no, I know, but I knew it. the beta was like that, and I didn't pre-order it. So like yes. you can read an article and you get can read an article. I didn't, I didn't do it. I got it because I wanted to play it. I yeah, know, absolutely. and eventually it's going to be the same thing happened with uh, ESO with yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. It started off as a good, strong, solid game, but it did have issues. It took a year for it to get down the pipe, and now it plays like a fucking really good Elder yeah. Scrolls game with like like so much content in it. Yeah. They actually added in like the entirety of Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind remastered that shit and put it into that game so that way you can expand. And it's yeah. their whole existing world of Tamriel plus all these overarching islands yeah. and stuff that you get from other games. And now it's like the game is so big, yeah. it's like having like four Elder Scrolls games mushed into one. But you're a level-headed individual. I am a very level-headed individual. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, and uh, the other, what you, what you could also, oh shit, where was I going? I just fell into a pothole. Oh god. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't either. Uh, the thing that I was gonna say. <laughs> Is uh, that you're yeah? Games are good uh, when people are bad. People are bad in the discussion. I don't like people. I feel Uh, either. No, you don't. We have to talk. (laughs) We have to tell them where they can find us at, and they can talk to us at. You don't feel New Zealand yet. Oh, sorry. (sighs) You're right. I didn't feel New Zealand. (laughs) My bad. You need to hold off on your feeling New Zealand and let that release another four months from now. Get that shit polished. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. That's fair. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh. Now that... But here's the thing about <laughs> this game is that you have... 
stories to tell with your friends who also play this game now and you're like remember when this game really sucked yes and now it doesn't suck yeah remember when those creatures came at me in that t-pose yeah and they weren't supposed to yeah they have stories they just nice stories they built camaraderie that it's almost not like not good stories but (laughs) you you can't buy that you can't buy those stories. Right, you're, you're right. We can't that's, buy those stories. You have to have a shit game so we can get that yeah. story. First. I mean, you gotta have you gotta make lemons out of lemonade. I guess. Or make lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. Um, the game is a lemon. We're yeah. making lemonade. We're we're turning, uh, trying to make a good time out of a bad time. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, our great family stories are real bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. This was on the, in the game's infrastructure. They have. NPCs in in all of the other previous Fallout games that you would have full on fleshed out story discussions with to kind of even if it's a side quest or something like that it's it's just something to add more content to the game to to give it more layers to uh, to kind of feel more with with other characters and stuff this game like doesn't have that at all like they left the blank open canvas. Um, whenever you're online multiplayer wise there's only like 24 people in the server with you total so the world is also kind of empty in the amount of people that you have that's there which is fine Um, but my hope is that whenever it comes to that year down the time they've flushed out all these bugs and stuff by that time whenever they're adding in new content to the game I'm hoping that they'll eventually add in like NPC characters right now that when you get your quests you either get it from like a terminal like a computer terminal or you get it from like these little floaty sentry bots that are just kind of flying around. You have no interaction with like an NPC. There's no emotion to any of this stuff. I see. Other than what you're listening to a person that pre-recorded this before the war. Ah, I left a stash of such and such over here. I hope somebody can find it if I can't make it. Oh no, a blast! Yeah. And then that's like that's that's your that's your story that you get is from shit that happened prior to that. You don't have any interaction with what's actually going on in the world as it stands. Mm-hmm. Other than the people around you. Which makes sense, but yeah. it would be nice to have the people around you and you're experiencing this story stuff all together at the same time or something like that. And it would be cool if they did, like, eventually you did, like, a unique thing. Like, if a NPC is approached by a group of more than one person, that way instead of saying, like, you look like the person for this job or something like that, he'd be like, you guys or you lads look like the perfect group to yeah. tackle on all of this, blah, 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 and have just slightly different dialogue to kind yeah. of interact with it. This is all stuff that they could eventually add in the post. I've seen it done with Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was similar they as will well, too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I got the game. That's why I'm not necessarily bitching about the whole refund thing, but just to see an article of somebody saying that this is like a legitimate lawsuit, it's just like, I would never in a million years have guessed that this is like a thing that happened. And if it's a class action lawsuit that ends up somehow magically panning out, how many other fucking games is this going to happen? Yeah. How many people, all, all it would take is this wall firm to say like, oh, cool, this, uh, this Red Dead Redemption 3 that's coming out seems really promising, but the online multiplayer started off kind of as a shit show. Yeah. I think these people might want to get their $60 back Even and they'll get a lot of other it. money. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like it, it's like, doesn't even necessarily have to mean that it's not done. It's just that it wasn't, it, then it becomes, <laughs> this wasn't up to my par. Sure. It, you know, I didn't like the way that that horse's balls looked. Yes. Or something. Um, the one thing I want to say... I like that that's the, the takeaway from that game that you get. <laughs> from the, two, anyway. That's the only thing I'm getting from it. And I actually just... I decided I'm not playing Red Dead, Red Dead 1. I'm, uh... I'm, You're gonna hop straight into 2? No, I'm not even... I'm, I'm not playing 2 either. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not. You don't like Westerns? Um, I like Westerns. I don't like... 
I don't like the premise. You don't like, of that game you don't like good story. I, no, I love good story. That's oh, why. That's you. Should, you should play Red Dead if you like westerns and good story. Nah, <laughs> nah. Because it seems like I'm gonna ride my horse from town to town, and that seems real dumb. No, um, I mean that's that's probably almost any western game. Well, then I don't like a western game. Okay. But I, I really like some western games that I've played, <laughs> uh, where you don't ride from town to town on your horse. Uh-huh. Um. But what I can tell you is I'm not playing it because I am playing a game with a better story. Okay. Because I'm going to go into God of War. Oh, okay. So, are you challenging that God of War is not a better story than Red Dead 2? I'm, I'm not, there's no challenge. I mean... It looks like you might, you might... I think that both of them have a very good which story. Which one's better? I don't know. Which Maybe we could talk about that next which week. Which one's better? Maybe we could talk about it next week. Um, I want to close this discussion on this uh, thing by... They can sue all they want per my permission if I'm the the Jesus of it all. If you're the Jesus of it all, they are not allowed to play the game ever again if they get their money back. Okay, they can get their money back all they want, but when it's fixed a year from now and everybody's like, "This is the fucking best," I'm glad I held out. You can't. They buy, can't, can't go back. It. Not but just how, their username. That's what I'm saying. Like, how would that be policed? Their like their thumbprint. Oh, cannot go on to that gamepad playing that fucking game. Okay, that's that's my only rule, because they're a bunch of fucking if that was go a, back on shit if there was ever able be to be policed in any way, shape, or form where that would be able to be realistic, I'm totally on board for you because the, with that because that would be cool as shit. That'd to be see. so awesome. But <laughs> just to see the ramifications of ever being like, well, we should we should we want to play the game now. They're like, oh, I mean, it's polished now. I mean, it's really good. You should have just held out. Maybe you didn't uh, be a dick about it. Yeah, thumbprint. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, where can they find you? Where uh, you can find me online. <laughs> at I thought you were gonna give your address. <laughs> find me in Elkville. <laughs> uh, it's the house with the lights in a window. <laughs> uh, you can find me online at Random Hero XIX on everything. Literally everything. Everything. Literally. What about uh, what's Mastodon? What Mastodon? It's a band. No, I think there's like a social media. I've never heard of it. It's not... Uh, if you've not... heard, if it's a social media platform you've heard of, <laughs> then it's probably on there. It's not supported by the man. Even like on Facebook. Xbox. Friend me on Xbox. I, it's at, I'm a random hero XIX on there. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's true. Except I think for a PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation, I'm going to be able to change it. Because I, I got PlayStation uh... Uh, and I made it 19 prior to XIX on there. Mm. Because gotcha. I was just uh, a dumb boy and need to change oh, it, but just a dumb boy. eventually, when PlayStation decides that they're gonna like fucking allow people to do that shit, right? then I'll change it. I thought they were working on it, but you could they lose are. like save they've games been and working. Stuff. They've been working on that for about three or four years now. So. Yeah, it's Fallout seventy six and PlayStation four. Yeah, PlayStation's smart and just waiting to get it right. That's true. Good point. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the things also at Listen Two Shadows, the number two and a double A. Dandre. What? Double entendre. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess that's it for the week. Is it? Yeah. How does it make you feel? Uh, it feels so new. This has been an IFNZ production.